Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey everyone, that's your welcome to Puckle Trivia Rewind where we play old trivia segments from our show, Puckle Podcast. You can be sure to go over to the main feed, Puckle Podcast, where we listen to this podcast and get more goodness. We talk more in-depth about other Pokemon topics and whatnot, as well as have up-to-date trivia. But right now, you're hitting Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, and that's great, because now Stack Attack and Blacephalon are still there. Toucanic can still be an answer, and things are just going swimmingly. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment of Pokemon Trivia. Welcome to Puckles Poke Quiz, where we are going to quiz your co-host on their innate Pokemon knowledge. As always, Sublime and Scrawn will be operating as a team to answer these questions. They will be earning points together. They are in a race against the other co-host for 30 points. First one to 30 gets to win a plush from PokemonCenter.com of $20 or less. Oh, wait. Wait, last time I heard it was $25 or less. You trying to That's a lie, because I've always said $20 or less. So you are mishearing, sir. So today they are going to have five questions. Each question is going to be worth one point. However, one of these questions will have a bonus point that they can try for for six points. They also have a hint that they can use for any of these questions. That hint can also be cashed in at the end of the round if they do not use it and get all of the questions correct for a possible maximum total of seven points. That does not happen very often. So I wish for you the best. So if you guys are ready, I'm ready to ask you some questions. Do it. All right. All right. Question number one. What is the only monotype pseudo-legendary Pokemon? Pseudo-legendary? Pseudo-legendary. Oh, it's Gudra. It's Gudra. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah what, what he said. Gudra. Final answer. Done. Moving on. <laughs> that is correct. The answer is Gudra. And that gives you guys one point. So let's move on to question number two, where I want to know. What is the only generation that didn't introduce a pure Electric-type Pokemon? Ah, that's an interesting question. Um, hmm. Let's think about this. Not Gen 1, not Gen 2, not Gen 3, not Gen 4, not Gen 5. So it's not Gen 4? Gen 4 had Pachirizu. Okay. Gen well, 6, Gen you 5? had... Gen 5 had the Electros line. Okay. And Zebstrika line. So um... Up- so it's six or seven. Okay, so Gen 6 had... Oh, you know what? Gen 7 had Zerkatry, so it has to be Gen 6 by pro- yeah. elimination. And the only electric type I can think of is Helioptile and Heliolisk, which are both normal yeah, electric. Normals. 
Yeah. So there you go. Gen 6. Is that your final answer? Final answer. I believe so, yeah. That is correct. It is Generation 6 for literally all the reasons you logicked. So that's good for you guys. That's two points. Question. That's interesting. I like that. Yeah, that was a good one. Question number three. What was the first generation that allowed you to trade Pokemon from the directly from the PC box? Oh. And you didn't have to have them in your party to trade. I know you can do it in Gen Four. Could you? I believe so. I don't think so. Right? I think I'm pretty sure you could because you could like swirl through the boxes. I thought so it, it was started Gen, 4 Gen 5. 6. It was definitely before Gen 6. Uh, okay. It's either 4 or 5. I think it's 4. Because that would make sense because you have like the DS technology, you know. It's like a new system. We got new capabilities. All right. Hmm. <sighs> All right. You know, I'll go with your, your gut on this. I think it's four. It could be five. I know it's before six, but I think it's four. So let's go with four. Generation four is unfortunately incorrect. Ooh, it is actually Gen is- five. Ah, yeah. Isn't cool. that interesting? I don't remember that either, Sublime, but I found that out. And I was just like, wow, that's interesting. Because apparently you did mm. trades directly from the party in Gen four, which is really weird to me. Dumb. Because I thought you traded from the boxes because it's exactly the same technology as Gen 5. I can't right, exactly. That's why I assumed it was 4. It's such a quality of life thing that I just never think about anymore. And I saw that and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, you used to have to put things in your party to trade them. And it poof, blew my mind. Which is terrible. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's an awful system. They should be judged for it. <laughs> yes. So you're just salty. <laughs> no, that is just like, why did we, why did it take five generations to get to this? <laughs> He's not wrong. Okay. Question number four. This is your bonus point question. And I hope you guys watch Pokemon Chronicles. Oh. Because in the Legend of Thunder three part special in Pokemon Chronicles, there were nope. two characters that appeared in uh in the chron- in that episode of Pokemon Chronicles or those three part that three part series, which was a mini movie and that's how you got Raikou into the mm-hmm. anime. And there were two characters in that that were actually seen in the main line of the anime. For those of you unaware, Pokemon Chronicles is a oh. is a series where it followed characters who were not Ash in the Pokemon world in the same universe. And there are two characters that appeared in the main anime that appeared in this Legend of Thunder special. Sublime, do you know who it is? I know the characters, it's, but I don't know their names. Butch, Butch and Cassidy. Butch and Cassidy, right? Oh, that's a good guess. I was going to say it's those two people that join up with Ash for a little bit. Uh, oh, Trey? There's a boy and a girl, and they're like, celebrate everything hope, like that this region has to offer. I think it was in um, when they were in Sinnoh, right? Because it was around the time of Heart, Gold, Soul, Silver. Um, I'm not sure. I thought that the... Like the evil people were Butch and Cassidy. And Butch and like- Cassidy are evil people. I, that makes sense. You know what? I think you're 1,000% correct. Let's go with Butch and Cassidy. Because mm. we right. know for sure they have main anime appearances. So if they're in those specials, then yeah. I, it's been such a long time since I've seen it. But, uh, uh, okay, well, let's not hesitate too much. Let's just- you have the hint. Don't forget that. Okay, let's use the hint since that is... Wait, is this the bonus question you said? Yes. Oh, it's there... one for both people, yeah. Why not? Let's use the hint. Yeah, okay, sure. good. It's not Butch and Cassidy. 
Um, <laughs> uh, the two the two bad guys in that episode were called Attila and Hun. Um, oh my god! But, but these are two characters, one of which Ash battles at the Silver League conference, and another of which is uh, he is a researcher of Pokemon that shows up in one of the Gen two games. Uh, Ash encounters both of these people huh. during his travels in Johto. So, oh. Professor Elm? A researcher of Pokemon who shows up in the Gen 2 games. I mean, Professor Elm is that. that that's not wrong. I feel like he would have said, is a Pokemon professor. I don't know. That's technically correct. I mean, if you want to get a point for that, because he was on a video phone, I wasn't counting him, but it's <laughs> technically correct. We're going to count him. <laughs> He's in there. Yes. <laughs> and he is met. He's not one of the okay, two I was so... thinking of, but I, I will accept it. Sure. Why not? So get another one if you can. Mm-hmm. There being a really cool scene where Mr. Biss uses Paris song. I feel like one of them is Lyra. Lyra. Is that a person? I don't know. It's like the Gen 5 or 6 female protagonist? I think she's the Gen 4 protagonist. As an additional hint, one of these characters has a meganium. Gen 4 is gone. I feel like that's definitely Lyra. I remember the meganium lady. I remember. Okay. Why does she have such terrible taste in starters? I need an answer, guys. Let's go with Lyra. Why not? Let's say Lyra. I don't know. So, Professor Elm, I'll give to you based on the technicality. Uh, Lyra is incorrect. Lyra didn't even exist as a concept in this uh, in this uh, time because Pokemon Chronicles took place at the end of Gen 2 in the anime and at the beginning of Gen the 3. The only episode of that I watched was the one with Misty. Yes, but <laughs> either, either way, they take place in that realm of time, in the timeline, and... Unfortunately, Lyra didn't exist at that time. So the characters I was looking for were Vincent slash Jackson. Jackson play, fought against Ash in the Silver League conference. And okay. they called him Vincent in the Legend of Thunder for whatever reason. It's fine. Nobody cares. And then there was also Yusin from Pokemon Crystal because he was studying uh-huh. Soikun and also Raikou. Ah, that weirdo. Yeah. But <laughs> I will give you one point for a total of three so far today. Hey, that's three for three is the way I... Oh, three for four, rather. Three for four. We're doing doing fine. So our next question is going to be, as always, a base stat question. And so I want to know what the highest uh, base speed is of all normal-type Pokemon. Really? You don't want to know what the highest HP for Bug is? No, I don't. I don't. Uh, Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Fast Bird. Uh, Mega Pidgeot's 121. Is there anything faster than Mega Pidgeot that's a normal I'm type? Thinking. What is Lopany? What's Mega Lopany speed? I bet that's Ooh. faster. Mm. It's probably one of the two. Can you think of any like normal legendaries? Not fast ones. Just slow yeah, ones. It's Regigigas, yeah. It's literally it has the ability slow start. Uh, Lopany sounds faster to me. I feel like Lopunny is intended to be, like, super-duper fast, right? Yeah. That's, like, a gig, because it's a sad, sad, sad Pokemon trying to be competent. So what do they do? They just stack on a bunch of speed and attack. Fair. <laughs> yeah, let's go with Mega Lopunny. That is correct, but I did not know Sublime had such beef with Mega Lopunny. 
Just <laughs> I mean, I'm fine with it, but it's just like you're trying to make Lopany good. So you have to like really stack the deck into the two things it needs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Like it's nothing against Megalopony. I'm good good for you, Megalopony. Do your thing. Good oh, man. Punch you. those ghosts. Good Kick those you. ghosts. Yep. But Megalopony is correct. So that gives you guys four points today, which does change up the trivia score somewhat. I think does yeah. It? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, everybody's like super close except for Scrawn. So it does change it up. So let me go ahead and click the sort button here. We're going to sort. So in first place, we have Scrawn with 18 points, followed up in second place by Sublime with 10 what? points. <laughs> really? In third okay. place, we have Gator with eight points. Jushiro is in uh, also in third place with eight points. We have Max or Dr. Shamu with six points in fifth place. In sixth place, we have Maximus with five points tied with Whimsicott. We have Basket in eighth with four points and we have Sigma and Snag bringing up the rear with one point and everybody else has yet to get on the board. Did we give everyone but Jashiro a point for PuckleCon? I didn't give anybody points for PuckleCon. Okay. I just thought it'd be funny if you gave everybody but Jashiro a point. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Look at this guy. Uh, and also, so, our Sigma wasn't there. He was the, yes. Those are the only two, I think. <laughs> so, we miss you, our Sigma. And welcome to Pokos Poke Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co host on their innate Pokemon knowledge. Of course, that means no internet browsers. Sigma and Scrawn will be operating as a team together to answer five questions about Pokemans. And they will be competing for points against the other co-host of the podcast. It's the first co-host of 30 points. So they they always, they don't have partners specifically, but they always compete with one, compete together in a collaborative manner during the segment. And so there are five questions. One of those has a bonus point. And then you also have a hint that you can cash in if you get all of the questions correct without using the hint for a possible total of seven points today. So if you guys are ready, I've got a bunch of questions, and I'm really excited to ask them to you. I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready. Let's do I'm this. Just, I'm almost worried now, but yeah, let's go. <laughs> All right. So our first question comes from Doc Knox. It's a number question, so I need to uh, give you a plus or minus on it. So it's a plus or minus four on the number, just as a heads up. How many Pokemon does Ash currently own? Uh, we're going to also collapse all of the Tauros, just as a heads up. We're going to collapse that into one. Oh, uh, does it count release God. Pokemon? Not release Pokemon. These are the ones he currently owns. Okay, so no Pidgeots involved in this. I mean, you could use a general, like, are we doing, like, in the ballpark number for this? Yeah, you got a plus or minus four. Okay, so in this case, it might just be prudent to, like, because generally, if he really, if he like catches above six in a generation he releases one or like yeah, lets it pursue its ambitions so i'm thinking unless you're in gen five where he just has like an ever-flowing party of 10 pokemon that are ever in rotation yeah <laughs> that's true so we can keep that in mind so, and then like do for the other generations like just do times six maybe yeah. is, is that like well, a reasonable strategy uh xy he only had four because he released greninja and pikachu so uh, I did not know that. Al- Alola, he only has 
four as well, I think. So huh. that's eight. Uh, put ten down for Unova. I don't know. Eighteen. Uh, Sinnoh was probably like six. Okay. So that puts us up to 24. 24. Hoenn? Uh, also around five or six. I think he had a full team in Hoenn because he had Glalie, Sceptile. Like, to have a weird Pokemon like Glalie, it's... Yeah, five or six yeah. again. So let's say it's 30. Okay. Uh, I think he had maybe... Johto. Johto. Johto is weird because <laughs> he was really... Yeah. run along. Mm-hmm. But I, I can think of five or six. So 36. Mm-hmm. Uh, Indigo, probably another seven or eight. Yeah. So I'd say like around 40. And then we have to keep in mind... 40 to 45? Could, like, we have to keep in mind Pikachu's always with him. So we should yeah. just deduct seven or so. Uh, I kind of did that going through. That's why we did fives instead of uh, Okay. So you think in like... like somewhere between 40 and 45, I think. 40 and 45. All right. So maybe like 41. Okay. Yeah, let's do 41 in case this is like some extra stuff. Yeah. 41 is your final answer. That yes. is correct and within the error of margin. It's somewhere between Whoa. 40 and 42, depending on uh, if you're counting Squirtle and I think the other one's Primeape, because they're in training oh. and can technically be called upon. Gujra was released, actually, as well. Oh, so yeah, it was. It's considered release. So um, that's there's a whole bunch of nonsense. But yeah, you guys got it. That's a point. Like, good for you. Oh, guys. wow. <laughs> wow. I'm really surprised, actually. I was expecting to be like, oh, actually, based on this technicality. It's uh, like, I had no clue for black and white. You guys did a good job. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. So what was, so the question number two, uh, this one comes, I believe, from Dennis. What was the first Pokemon game to have specific music for legendary Pokemon? Do you think it was Pinball? Okay, so main, I know main series earliest... Pokemon game. Main series. Oh, okay. Well, then I think it's gold and silver, but it could be yellow. <laughs> really? You think so? Uh, like what well, song? Because I, I know I was thinking like Diamond and Pearl. Yeah, but Ho Oh has its own theme. Ho Oh and Lugia. Okay, so you can go. And back the legendary to that. dogs have their own theme too. So we could just do gold and the silver then. Yeah, because yeah, I, gonna... I don't know about yellow, but I don't think yellow does. So. Or they would have had it as battle option music in Usum and Ores. So, mm. well, not Ores. Ores didn't have the red, blue, yellow Pokemon in it, but I think it's gold and silver. Yeah, yeah, gold and silver seems like a good answer. Yeah, let's just go with that. Is that your final okay. answer? Yeah. That is correct. The legendary wow. dogs, Ho and Lugia. That's two guys. You guys are two. Uh, you guys are doing isn't real that, well. Isn't that that? Do uh, Good impression, don't know. So, all right, moving on. So, next question. This one's going to be a little bit more difficult. In Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, of the potions that heal a fixed amount of HP, so not max potion or full restore, which is the least cost effective? Assuming standard hmm. Pokemon prices. Oh my god, you're making us do math. <laughs> okay, oh. okay, I'm gonna show you guys because I can do this. It's uh, okay, so it's 700 for a super potion, which heals 60 HP. It's Does it 1, still? Uh, yes, it heals 60 okay. HP now. Um, 
I've been playing through, so I'm very familiar with this. I think it's a thousand two hundred for a hyper potion. With two hundred? Uh, no, hyper potions res- only restore one hundred and twenty now. One hundred and twenty. Uh, it's two thousand five hundred for max. It's three thousand for a full restore. Those don't matter. Uh, potion is three hundred for. It's three hundred for twenty. So if we just do a quick division here, it should be okay. It should be a 30 over 2. So a this is a 15 to 1 ratio. This one is a, a 10. It's roughly an 11.6 to 1. I think I'm just doing this mentally, so I might be wrong. Please don't get mad at me, listeners. This one's 10 to 1. Uh, the way it's looking, so we're just looking at potion, super potion, and hyper potion, right, Thatch? Yes. I think so. Least cost effective. I'm thinking it's just potion. Probably. Yeah. You it, said, how much was the super potion? Uh, so according to my math, it's uh, super potion is 700 h uh, 700 Pokemon yen for 60 HP. And how much does a potion cost? It's uh, 300 for 20 HP, so it's a 15 to 1 against a 11, an 11. Yeah, because you need three potions oh. to hit a super potion, and that's more expensive than buying a super potion. Yeah, so I'm thinking it's just normal potion, Fetch. Is that your final answer? Uh, yes? That is unfortunately incorrect. What so did I do wrong? The answer is actually Hyper Potion. Hyper Potion, it costs 12.5 Poké Dollars for 1 HP. Uh, oh. A potion is 10 Poké Dollars per 1 HP. And a Super Potion is 11.67 Poké Dollars per HP. I believe it's because okay. you got the price of the Hyper Potion incorrect. Uh, the price of the Hyper Potion is 1,500 Poké Dollars. Oh, uh, that'll I thought do it, it was 1,200. Ah, okay. The, I don't buy potions, so I have no clue. But you did your math right, if it makes you feel better. Yeah, I did. Ah, I just wish I had remembered that. It's not a problem, but that that's fine. You got the next question, which is your bonus point question. And this has to do with back in Gen 4. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, and I want to know, what are the locations that Cresselia and Darkrai call home in Pokemon Diamond and Pearl? One point for each location. Yeah. Isn't it Crescent Isle and New Moon Isle? It's a uh, full moon and new moon, right? Or maybe you're right about Crescent. Oh my god! I don't know. Is it? I know. I know. New Moon Moon Island, Dark Eye. Yeah, Uh, and I think it's Full Moon Island or Half Moon Island. Crescent Isle is probably just the one for more S. So I'll go with you. Uh, But do you want to use the hint, or do you think we need it for the next one? Let's save it for the next one. I'm fine with just getting one here. I think it's a full. It's a New Moon and Half Moon Island. And then there's Iron Island off to the side, too. But <laughs> Are those your final answers? <laughs> yes. yes. New Moon Island and Full Moon Island? Ha, ha, half, half Moon. moon. Half full moon. moon Island? Full Moon. Oh. <laughs> full, All right. Full. Those are the correct answers oh my god uh, it's new moon island and full moon island i'm gonna give you that because you got you said it and it was so close uh, and you guessed it was half moon but it's full moon island and new moon island uh those that are doesn't the, make sense because chrysalia is, a, is crescent. a crescent it's in its name yeah but it lives on full moon island so deal 
Well, so um, deal with it. <laughs> at least in Oras, it moved to a crescent isle. We're good. Yes. So deal with it. That's where it lives. That's four points for you guys today. Our next question, as always, is a bonus point question. Or not a bonus point question. What was I saying? It's a base stat question. <laughs> and this week, it's about bug type Pokemon. Oh, you're lowest gonna... HP, lowest HP. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to get really sad here. I want to know what bug type Pokemon, not named Shuckle, has the highest base special defense. Oh, no, it's special defense. <laughs> uh, it might be Volcarona. Yeah, it might be Volcarona. That's the first thing it came <laughs> to mind, honestly. Uh, I like, whenever I think of bug Pokemon with high stats, I tend to think of just anything from black and white. Because <laughs> that's like the monstro bug region, Unova. Yeah, uh, let's see. It's not going to be Excavalier or its other buddy, Excelgore. That's not Spadeffy. No, it wouldn't. Uh, not Scalopede either or Lubani. It might just be Volcarina. Uh, do we have Legendary Bugs? I know we have Pheromosa and Buzzwool, but they're definitely not it. You also have uh, the hint. Don't forget Yeah, let's that. use the hint. It yeah, shouldn't it's... be Genesect either, by the way, because mm. that's all offensive and speedy. Uh, it is a dual type, and it's got a very bad speed stat. Okay. So it's not Volcarona. <laughs> no. Uh, is it actually Fortress, do you think? Uh, that's a possibility. Yeah. It's got this really cool ability that would help against Volcarona. So, like, sturdy. (laughs) 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 Um... That's what comes to mind because Fortress is bulky, but usually that's negated because if you're running any fire move, you can still one hit KO it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this Pokemon can be caught in Molly Garden. Oh, oh, it's Araquanid. Oh, Araquanid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that your final that... answer? <laughs> yeah. My God, <laughs> it's Araquanid. <laughs> Yes. Araquanid is correct. Uh, <laughs> that gives you guys five points for today. So let's uh, let's go ahead and total up these points here. That's and a stat so, feeling guilty about giving odd hints. <laughs> uh, no, that's just me. Wh- Trying to speed it along because like, I'm so far ahead in the trivia. <laughs> I don't want to watch you guys struggle. <laughs> You're being too nice. All right, so... That changes up the trivia board a little bit, kind of. In first place, we have Scrawn with 23 points, followed up in second place by a close 10 points by Sublime Manic. Coming up in third is Gator with 8 points, followed by Jushiro in fourth with 7. Uh, Shamu and Sigma are tied for 6th place with 6 points. Maximus and Whimsicott are tied for 7th place with 5 points. Basket is in ninth place with four points, and Snag is in tenth with one point. Everybody else has yet to get on the board. And welcome to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host on their innate Pokemon knowledge. For those of you new to the show, the way this works is Bo and Maximus are going to be operating as a team to earn points. They are competing against the rest of the co-hosts on the show to get more points. Uh, than them it's a race to 30 points the first person to 30 points gets to choose a plush from pokemoncenter.com under 20 dollars in value and they win that it's cool it's a fun time they actually get to win prizes and stuff 
So right now, Bo isn't even on the board, so let's hope for the best. There will be five questions, one of which will include a bonus point. They also have a hint they can use on one of the questions, kind of like a lifeline. If they don't use that hint and answer all the questions correctly without it, they actually can cash that in for an extra point for a maximum possible total of seven today. So if you guys are ready, let's get into it. I'm Randy. So my first question for you guys is, what move breaks protect? Isn't that faint? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's faint. F-E-I-N-T. Yeah. Yeah. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Yep. That is correct. The answer is faint. Uh, they were talking about this on the Discord server, so I thought I would bring it up because it's an interesting point. Faint does break protect. Some people didn't think that existed. So it it's does. It's actually an anime, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good move. It's plus two priority, and I think it's got a base power of 30. They dropped it just because it's not – they don't want it to be overpowered. It's not used very often in VGC, but it is every once in a while. If I'm not mistaken, I either Scyther or Pinsir gets it. And if, Pin, if Scyther gets it, that's pretty good for Technician. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Ooh, yeah, nice. So on the roll where we're going to be talking about priority just a little bit, I wanted to ask you another question. So that's one point for you guys, by the way. You guys are doing pretty well. You're one for one. I want to know what move has the highest, prior, highest priority of plus five and goes before every move, including protect. So what's Sucker Punch's priority? Is that plus three? It's, it's, it's not. It's, that's, it's not plus five. <clears throat> I don't think it's plus five. Well, actually, hold on. He's at, he's at like, plus five. Goes oh. before protect. But I mean... Protect's priority as a given is going to be plus four. Just so you know. Wait, wait, is it is it like rage power powder or follow me? It's like one of those moves or something like that? Or no? I'm trying to even think what what moves are Because yeah, wouldn't it be one of those obscure things? Because I know it's it's high up there, but I want to say it's only like plus three or plus four. Because I think I've seen extreme speed outspeed um sucker punch. Yeah. I've seen okay. that. So it's not it can't be sucker punch. Unless it's like um, do you want to use our hint? We might as well. Like, I don't feel like like I don't know if we're gonna get all. Yeah, of them. I don't. I don't think we have a good enough answer. Your hint mm-hmm. then is this is a status move that is only good in double battles. Yeah, it probably is like rage powder or follow me. It's good mm-hmm. to use on your partner. Oh, oh, wait, is it that move? Is it that move? Um, helping hand. It could be actually. It could be. Help. I, I, I haven't seen Helping Hand in a good long time. Not since like Pokemon Coliseum. <laughs> That's the last time I've seen Helping Hand in a battle. Um, I'm gonna need an answer. I don't think it has any priority. Do you want to say one of the things? We could. I'm thinking. Is it? What's that move that um you can like relay ally not ally switch but relay switch? I don't know. But oh, you can what, uh, like you can do it to your partner and make them attack again. What's that move called? The one, one, uh, pe- uh, not Pangoro, Orangaroo. Yeah, what's that move called? Uh, Instruct. Instruct. Or is that his ability? No, his ability, ability is telepathy. Yeah, telepathy and, um. Okay, do you want to say Instruct? We can, because I can't think of anything else. I, okay. I, I doubt that's it, but I, I, don't, I don't know either. Yeah, we're shooting in the dark. Instruct is unfortunately incorrect. The answer is actually helping hand. Oh my god! I even said it. I was like, I don't even think Helping Hand has priority. Helping Hand goes before everything else. 
Um, like uh, I said, I haven't seen that move done since Coliseum. No one uses it. They use it actually a lot in VGC. I've never seen it from the battles mm-hmm. I've seen. I I used it particularly on uh, the team that actually I let Bo borrow at PuckleCon. There, I used Helping Hand. It's nice to get a little bit of extra damage output if you need it. It's kind of one of those just tech moves like, oh, I've got an extra slot and I've got a support mon. Let me throw Helping Hand in there. Mm. So... Good to just just for your knowledge, helping hand goes first. It doesn't matter though. Nobody really cares if it goes before protect. All right. <laughs> so we want to know then. Uh, that's that's two questions. You're one for two, one point. So we're gonna be we're gonna keep riding this priority hype train for a little bit. Uh, <laughs> so this next question, uh, it comes with a built-in hint because I didn't think it was a good question unless you guys got a little bit of a hint. I want to know what Pokemon can learn the most non-zero priority moves. So moves that have plus one or minus priority. Um, hint, it's a fighting type, and it's from Gen 2. Okay, well, there are only three fighting types in Gen 2, and they're Heracross, Tyrone, well, and Hypnotop. Hypnotop. <laughs> well, think about what? it. Anything that can't... Well, technically, that's not true. I can't say that. How do I know that? What? That's easy. It could be Tyro because it can learn all the egg moves that its parents can learn. Well, then, but then wouldn't it be Hitmontop because doesn't Hitmontop learn true any any other priority moves? Can we say the line? I get no, no, because there's there's a difference in in some of in in the line. Okay, well then then I guess we have to say Hitmontop. Yeah, I guess and that's the case. Is Hitmontop your final answer then? Yeah. That is yeah. correct. It is Hitmontop. He learns is it rolling kick. Uh, he learns fourteen uh, boosted priority moves and two lowered priority moves. He learns like sixteen priority moves. It's nutsos. It's crazy. But that gives you guys two points today. Uh, that is two points um, out of three so far. This next question is, as always, your bonus point question, and it has nothing to do with priority. It has to do with the Pokemon TCG base set. All right. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, boy. No, I got this, Maximus. Don't worry. I this is like, don't, don't worry. I, don't In the worry. Pokemon trading card game, it is typical for water-type Pokemon to have weaknesses to lightning and to also grass-type Pokemon. It turns out, though, that in the base set of Pokemon, all, all most uh, water-types were weak to lightning-type, except for two evolutionary lines. What were they? One is Poliwag. I know that one. Um, and I want to say the other is Omanyte. Is that your uh, final answer? I'm not 100%, but I mean, that's that's what comes to me at the top of my head without looking at anything. Okay, you're going to say, is, is Maximus okay with those as well? Go Dude, right ahead. TCG's I, all your territory, man. I know for a fact Poliwag. I don't think it's like Cedra. I don't think it's Shelter. It's definitely not Articuno. Was Ammonite in base set? No. Oh, base set. Wait, base set? Oh, never mind. Shoot. I'm thinking like the whole thing. No, never mind. Get out of here. No, definitely not Ammonite. Thank you for that that uh, that, that uh, little helper. I didn't say anything. It didn't happen. We'll cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Smeagol, get rid of that, would you? Oh, Magikarp. No, is Magikarp in base? I'm gonna say Magikarp. I think it's Gyarados, though. Is that your final answer? Yeah. 
That is correct. It is the Poliwag line and only Gyarados, actually. Magikarp is actually, Magikarp is actually weak to lightning. It's a weird, it's a weird evolution because Gyarados also isn't actually, uh, weak to grass in the video game. But Magikarp is. But Magikarp is. So I thought that was an oddity. And so it was really weird. (laughs) Yeah. That was a, that was a good. That's two points for you guys. So you guys are back up to four points for the day. So let's see if we can make it an even five for you. As always, the yes. last question is the base deck question, and so I want to know what fairy type Pokemon has the highest base HP. Oh, well, you said fairy type. <laughs> fairy. <laughs> yeah. We only had to pause for a second. Uh, Not bug. I think it's fairy type. Hmm? It'd be like Xerneas or DNC. No, see, I think it may be Wigglytuff because I know they have a lot of HP. Just all their other stats suck. Oh, it could be Wigglytuff. Um, but I'm trying to think all the other fairies and all the legendaries too. Um, because right now that's the main thing in my mind. But um, it's not Clefable. It's not Florigus. Mm. Um. Uh, what are any, even any other fairy types? <sighs> not like aromatise, I wouldn't think. I mean, they're big, but they're not. No, like... I'm gonna need an answer. If you think Wigglytuff, I'm cool with Wigglytuff. I think it's Wigglytuff. Like, like I said, like its HP is really good. It's just its other stats are just terrible. Okay. All right, I'm down, man. Wigglytuff right, is correct. Wigglytuff has a base HP of 140. Nice. Far beyond, I think, number two slot. I forget what it is, but it's far beyond that. So it's going to be a good time. So that gives you guys five points for today, and that changes up the board somewhat. Um, <laughs> somewhat. Somewhat. It's not, it's not, it's so easy for somebody to get the number two slot right now. It's incredibly easy. So I think I'm looking at it right now. I think number two is Jigglypuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Right now in first place, we have Scrawn with 23 points. Tied for second and third place, we have Sublime and Mr. Maximus with 10 points apiece. In fourth place, we have Gator and Jushiro tied with 8 points. We have Sigma in sixth place with 7 points. Shamu in seventh place with 6 points. Whimsicott, Basket, and Bosephus are all tied for eighth place with 5 points. And Snag is bringing up the rear with 1 and everybody else has yet to get on the board. And welcome to Puckle's Poke Quiz, the segment of the show where we quiz your co-hosts on their innate Pokemon knowledge. So, of course, that means no browsers. Sublime and Whimsicott will be using their knowledge together in a team to earn points. They are competing against the other co-hosts. First co-host to 30 points wins a Pokemon Center plush of under $20 of their choosing. And of course, we are racing to 30 points. They have a possible seven points today. There are five questions, each worth one point. They have a bonus point that comes from one of these questions because it has two answers. And of course, they get uh, seven points if they get all of these questions correct without using a hint that they can use on any of these questions. So if you guys are ready to go, let's get started. Let's Yeah, let's do that. So our first question, I think it's a bit of a softball. I want to know which generation introduced the most new Pokemon. Five. That's easy. It's five. 
That is correct. The answer is Generation 5 with 156 Pokemon added to the Pokedex because they're like soft reboot. And they're just like, you know what? Everybody likes, they like monkeys. We're going to make six monkeys. I was going to say it was because they threw in so many legendary Pokemon. They did throw in a lot of legendaries, but even then, so what they did was they copy pasted so many Pokemon designs. It's not even funny. So you look at just not the monkeys, like Semi-Seer, Pan-Seer, and Semi-Poor. Sage. And Sage, that's it. And if you look even closer, though, you also have um, the... Look at the uh, the Weather Trio. Tornadus, Thunderous, Landorus. They all look almost exactly the same. Similar, although they changed it up a little bit more for Black to White, too, giving them their alternate forms. Yes, but still, they just copy-pasted a lot of Pokemon. It's not even yeah. funny. They they did not work very hard to hit that 150 number. Also, Basculin was only created because they did not think there were enough fish. Well, yeah. it had they really were like, wait, they're going, they're going to water water All right, so we're just going to move on to question number two, though, before we talk about Gen 5 and its design decisions. So this next one involves Mega Evolution. So... In Oraz, we obviously go through a story that explains that Rayquaza was the first Pokemon to ever go through Mega Evolution. However, according to Kalos legend, though, there's a different Pokemon that was the first to Mega Evolve. What was it? Mega Lucario. Yep. That is also correct. That is your second point today, guys. You guys are on a roll two for two. We love Gen 5 and we love Pokemon lore. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. It's going well. You're playing to our strengths. I appreciate it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. So this next question has to do with the Pokedex and how it categorizes Pokemon by color. It turns out Generation 7 changed several Pokemon's colors from what they were previously. One of these being the East Coast form of Shellos, um, the, the little blue guy. They changed it to blue in Generation 7. So he wasn't categorized as blue previously. I want to know what color was he categorized previously in Gen 6 prior and Gen 6, Gen 4, Gen 5 when they did the colors? I would guess green because it's next to blue on the colors. Yeah, also because, you know, the problem with green and blue in Japanese. So that is that's kind of an aqua color. So, yeah, Yeah, it's like adjacent to green. Yeah, let's go with green. I would agree with you. Green's your final answer. Yeah. Yeah. That is unfortunately incorrect. The answer is purple. Oh, no. That was just wrong. That was just wrong. It's purple. I don't know why. We're not wrong. The Pokemon company's wrong. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. No, no. You're you're exactly right. Um, I saw that and I couldn't believe it. There are other there are other ones that change though as well, including Mega Charizard. It used to be categorized as red. Now it's categorized as black. Casform went from white to gray. Uh, Burmy went from gray to green. And then you've got uh, things like Darmanitan Zen Mode going from red to blue. And then, uh, yeah, the oddest one is Shellos, first of all, being considered purple to begin with. I I don't know. There's nothing on it that's purple. So, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I suppose maybe it was because it categorized the two Shellos as the same color in the Pokedex. So that's not true either, because the other one, I believe, is categorized as red. Let me double check, though, real quick for you. Um, but yeah, Shellos, uh, 
Um, let's see. Shellos, the... Oh, no. No, they were both categorized as purple. You are right. The West Sea one is categorized as purple. There you go. Ah, that's a good explanation yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. And it was the first one They're created. Still wrong. So. They're still wrong. They're still wrong. All right. So we're going to move on to the next question. That includes your bonus point. So uh, this question I, I found really interesting. I didn't know this until today. So there are two non-bug-type Pokemon families that can learn the move Twin Needle. What are they? Twin Needle huh. is the signature move of Beedrill. First Beedrill. of all, there are way more Pokemon than Beedrill that can learn it now. Um, and two of the, two of the uh, evolutionary lines that can do it are not Bug-type. Well, since we lost the uh, perfect run, why don't we use the hint? Why don't we discuss it for the minute we get and then get the hint? That usually is more helpful. Okay, because I'm kind of at a loss for this one. Same. I'm trying to think about Pokemon. Maybe that... something that is bug type looking, but isn't a bug type. You know what I mean? Mm. I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is Flygon, but I don't think it gets Twin Needle. I don't either. It would need twins of something. Yeah, yeah I I'm thinking like I don't know Excadrill, but it's a it's a poison type Twin Needle, right? No, it's mm-hmm. a bug type move. Mm, it's a bug type move. It's that a bug can type move. Poison yeah. you. Uh, um... mm. Twin needles, stuff that has um, pointy parts. Yeah, it's it's weird because there's so much stuff that gets like spike cannon or. Um, mm. All right, you're gonna have to use the hint. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna have to use the hint. Let's. Yep. <laughs> All right. So one of these Pokemon families is known for having Skill Link. Uh, the okay. other one is a uh, is an Electric type. Uh, not just electric type. It can have another type attached to it as well, and uh, it's got. It's known for being spiky. Jolteon. Okay. Does Jolteon learn it? I think Jolteon might learn it. Uh, Wait, no. It does no, not it's just an electric no, type. Never no, mind. no, 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 no. It's the Maruwe Cloister. I'm thinking Pin Missile. Yeah, I'm thinking Pin Missile. Um. Don't you think it's Togedemaru and Cloister? I definitely think it's Togedemaru. Uh... Does Shelter get Skill Link or is it just Cloister? Um, I don't remember. Well, either way, I certainly don't think it's uh, Mincino, so let's just go with Cloister and let's think about this electric one a little longer because I feel like there's lots of spiky electric types. Yeah, but Maru <laughs> is like has metal spikes also. So that's more than two. No, evolutionary families. That's what I said. Evolutionary families. Ah. Wait, so Shelter and Cloister, like... if you answer that, would count as one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so, yes, but you said evolutionary families implying that they're both part of evolution lines. That not is standalone. not the implication. <laughs> you well, dug like, into that. You made that inference. That is the way that works. <laughs> no, not true. No. <laughs> Technically, a single alone, Pokemon is an no evolutionary family, family of You're one. not a family. Yes. You by yourself, you're going to die alone. Sorry about it. <laughs> you may have a cat. You might. You probably have 27 of them. Let's go with what we've got. Yeah. So the Cloister line and Togodomaru? Yep. That is correct on both accounts. It is Togodomaru and Shelter. They both learn it via Egg Move. But I thought that was really interesting that they learned Twin Needle, of all things. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? It is Um, interesting. 
Okay, so that's uh, that's four points for you guys today. And as always, we wrap things up with a base stat question. And this week, our base stat question is about base HP of Steel-type Pokemon. We want to know who has the highest base HP of all Steel-type Pokemon. That is an interesting question. Okay. Um, yes. Solgaleo? A lot of times... What is? Solgaleo? Solgaleo. That is yeah. a good starting point. I feel like a lot of the legendary steel types have really high defenses and actually don't have very impressive HP. That's right. Like, Celesteela's HP is not very impressive. It's a combination of having, like, good HP, good defense, good special defense, but it's not exceptional at any of those. Yeah. And, like, you think of, like, Registeel or Cobalion, and their HP is not impressive at all. They have good defensive other things, but, um... Mm-hmm. Do you know what Solgaleo's HP is? No, but I know it's really, really high. Like, it's the highest for a psychic types. Well, if it's, it's higher than Wobbuffet. Then let's, if it's, yeah, if it's higher than Wobbuffet, let's go with that. Because, yeah, I think that's a good choice. Yeah, I can't think of anything else that would be very high in, in HP specifically. That is correct. That gives you five points for today, guys. So good for you. Um, Sogaleo has a base HP of 137. That's quite high. Yeah. Very high. Bulky boy. Mm -hmm. He's a pretty bulky guy. And, I mean, Lunala ties with him, obviously. uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's not steel type, but. No. Uh, All right. So that does change up the board kind of a bit because everybody who's not Scrawn is actually pretty close together. And so right now, in first place, we have Scrawn with 23 points. Catching up, though, we have Sublime in second with 15 points. Tied for third, we have Mr. Maximus and the fluffiest Whimsicott. Tied for fifth, we have Gator and Jushiro. In seventh place, we have R-Sigma with seven points. In eighth place, we have Dr. Shamu with six points. In ninth, uh, we have Basket and Bow with five points. And then Snag bringing up the rear with two Welcome to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where I quiz your co-host on their innate Pokemon knowledge. As always, these two will be operating together as a team. They will be competing for points against other co-hosts on the show. First to 30 points wins a Pokemon plush of their choice from PokemonCenter.com under $20. Of course, we have five questions for them today to answer. Each question is worth one point. However, one has a bonus point that they can earn two with. So that's good for them. They can earn two points with that. Uh, that's six at the moment, but they can also earn a seventh point because they are allowed one hint as a lifeline. If they don't use that hint and, can, and get all of the questions correct, they actually get seven points. So a possible total of seven. <laughs> actually, if you get all of them today, Scrawn, you win. Oh, my God! Oh, my God! Uh, the pressure's on you. I'm going to do my best to help who's you. The, who's the closest person? I think it's like Sublime. And I think he's at like 15 points, so you're good. Uh, <laughs> Even if we mess it up today, you're probably going to make it. Yes, that is how <laughs> this goes. So we are going to go ahead and ask you those questions. Let's start a new cycle, Whimsicott. Let's get you some bonus points. Whee! So if you guys are like, ready... If she, if, she, if she gets it, she gets like points in the next track, right? Yes. Oh, right, okay. yeah. That's what I thought. Yep. That'd be uh, cool. If you help them cross the finish line, you get all the points you gained today 
for that. Yes. So we are going to go ahead and ask you these questions. So question number one, what is the only Pokemon introduced after generation five that is capable of being in a dream ball? My Lord. Okay. Oh, um, I'm going to say Sylveon because that was introduced in gen six and you can have an Eevee turn into a Sylveon. Is that right? You think so? That is a perfect answer. Yes, you're right. That is correct. The answer is Sylveon. That is one point for you guys. Yeah, Sylveon is the only one that we caught in a Dream Ball because it's the only Pokemon that was introduced to an existing evolution line after Gen 5. So that's crazy to think about, but that's okay because I don't need any more chubby Magmar in my life, so we're okay (laughs) with that. All right, so question... Fat, we need to address something. Stop fat shaming Magmar. <laughs> no, Magmordar. It's Magmordar. Oh, okay. Magmordar. Yeah, Magmordar has problems. Yes. <laughs> he, needs, he needs to go on a diet there, okay? All right. Question number two. What is the only Pokemon to ever have regional Pokedex number 000? I know okay, regional Pokedex number is Victini. Yeah, it's Victini. Mm-mm. That is correct. It is Victini in Generation 5. It was given Pokedex number 000. I don't know why. It just oh, was. I do. Why? Go it ahead. was uh, to hide its existence from the world. That's not the way you do that, in my so, opinion. So, like, if that, <laughs> it, they explain it in black and white a little bit. And it's like they gave it the Pokedex number 000 so that people, like, wouldn't see a missing Pokedex number or, like, at the end or whatever it's really Hmm. that's not how we found these out though we just found them through data mining which isn't (laughs) has nothing to do with pokedex numbers unfortunately all right so that's two points for you guys today you're doing pretty well so this next one you have to be really thorough when you play pokemon games to know the answer to this one uh that means you talk to every npc you look at pictures on shelves and it'll help you get an answer so i want to know in the pokemon video game there is one villainous team leader that is confirmed to canonically have met a mythical Pokemon. Who is it? Pokemon. Only these one. These are the main, main series Pokemon games. Yes. This is how it, this, it was confirmed in the main series Pokemon game that this, that this team leader met a mythical Pokemon. Okay. So it's not... I, I think we can rule the Gen 3 guys out. Archie, Mag, Maxi, no. Uh, Cyrus, what were the mythicals from that? Actually, actually, you're ruling, you're ruling them out, but I have a feeling that if you go to the Aqua Hideout, there's somewhere, something in a room that says that Archie met Jirachi. I don't know why I remember this, but let's, I don't know, I don't know, just, just go with it and, Let's keep it as our backup answer. Okay. Because, okay? like, logically, I was thinking it was going to be Giovanni because of the whole Celebi thing. I, mm, but Yeah, but he doesn't meet Celebi. Like, you meet Celebi and Celebi sends you back in time to witness something about Giovanni, right? Yeah. So, and from the way he phrased the question, that cannot be what the question was referring to. Or maybe Giovanni met Mew, and that's why you made Mew too. No, no. Okay, because Giovanni didn't make Mew too. 
That's just in the anime. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna need an answer. Do you wanna use the hints, Kron? I know we can't get the seven points, but... No, I'm owing for all seven points! <laughs> then then our only answer is Archie, and I probably made it up. So Okay, yeah, I'll trust you on this one. Do you want to answer Archie? Okay, fine. That is correct. <gasps> what? <laughs> it is Archie. It is because in Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, you can find a picture in the hideout of one of his, or his second in command, Shelly. And it shows a picture of Shelly, Archie, and Jirachi. Then I was right. I didn't make it up. I remembered what? that. For real. Wow. So that is three points for you guys today. Wow. Oh <laughs> You're doing pretty well. So question number four. I'll never doubt you again, Whimsica. <laughs> question number four is, all as always, your bonus point question. So there are actually three answers to this. I only need two. But I knew Scrawn was coming on the show today, so I would I figured I would ask about our favorite shared character, Mir B. Yes. We all know he <laughs> loves Ludicolo, and they have the most <laughs> wonderful dance. But he used to also have shadow Pokemon that you could catch in both XD and Colosseum. Yes! I, I think what I can get this. What shadow Pokemon could you catch exclusively from him, not including any shadow Pokemon you missed in XD, but... In both of those, there are three Pokemon combined that you could only catch from Mir B in both Colosseum and in XD. What were they? Only need two of them. There are actually three. Okay, so so if you can get okay, so what? Let me make sure. I I, I think I know the answer, but let me get the specific uh clarific some specific clarifications. So if this Pokemon is a Shadow Pokemon in both games, it doesn't count. Yes, that's not. It's not anything that so, happens, though. It does. So, it, so in XD, I know that if you miss a shadow Pokemon, you can go catch it from him. Yeah, that does not count in this question. Okay. There are two Pokemon in XD that he exclusively has that you can catch from him, but from nobody else. But also, you can count the one in Colosseum. Yeah. So I can, I'm going to try to do all three. And do you do you have any idea, Whimsicott? No, I've never played those games. Okay, I think it's Sudowoodo, Voltorb, and Dragonite. Are those your final answers? Yes. All right. It is actually Sudowoodo, Voltorb, and Nosepass, but I will give you that answer. It might be Dragonite, because I remember Dragonite, too, but I did not see it on the wiki. After you've uh, caught all the other shadow Pokemon, mm -hmm. you can catch uh, Dragonite from them at the top of uh, Gatian Port Lighthouse. Mm-hmm. Um... Does Dragonite appear in Coliseum? So I think no, 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 it, it, no, no. It doesn't appear in Coliseum. It appears in XD. Um, I'm looking for the Dragonite real quick, um, just to see where to yeah. catch Dragonite from. Uh, but yeah. he, I, I remember Dragonite, and I think you're correct as well. But the answer is, I, I mean, that might be correct. Let me double check, see if I can find anything about it in XD. Um, Gale of Darkness. Um, Generation three. There is nothing about. Oh, that's side games. Um, <laughs> so Gateon Port, which makes me think that it is from from him. So let me see if I can find a Dragonite. Uh, yeah, no, it is Dragonite from Mir B. You are correct. Um, so that is, that is correct. There are four answers, and Dragonite is correct. But either way, you got what two a, points. So fun little trivia of my own for this is um. I love how he they specifically gave Myra B the shadow Pokemon that sort of go along with his tunes. 
Yes, because Sudowoodo, Nosepass, and Voltorb all move in a way that like perfectly coincides with the music. Yes, it's so perfect. It's like I love the little touches like that. Mm Hmm. So that is going to be it, though, for that. So that is that's uh, five points for you guys so far. Okay, we got to get this last one. You haven't used the hint. And as always, question number five is always a base stat question. There's actually two answers for this, but I thought it was a good question to ask anyway. So I only need one. But if you get both of them, you get bragging rights, I guess. So I want to know okay. what fighting type Pokemon has the highest base special defense of all fighting type Pokemon? Oh, my. <sighs> okay. Special okay. defense of I'm, fighting types. Virizion really comes high. to mind, yeah. Uh, so what were, what were the Megas real quick? Let's roll those out. It's Heracross. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mega Mewtwo X Gallade. is not defensive. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's not X or Y. Virizion mm. um, does come to mind. I think it's a 110, which for a fighting yeah, type I think is it might be higher than that. Yeah, it might Maybe. be. It's definitely higher than Terrakion and Cobalion. Um, mm, yeah, yeah. Mm, Kaleo. I was incorrect. There's okay. only one answer. I'm mistaken. My apologies. Oh. Only one answer. Uh, okay. So it's just one Pokemon. Wow. Mm. Okay, help me remember, Scron. Formosa sucks in both defenses, and yeah. Basil yeah. sucks just in special defense. So it's neither mm-hmm. of those. Yeah. Those are out. Okay. Uh, well, um, pretty sure it's not the any of the Hitmons. It's um, Conkelder. No, it's not Conkelder. Verizion beats that. I think sure. Verizion also beats Hariyama because Hariyama has very high HP. Yeah, and special Hariyama defense is just not. good, not great. I'm yeah. gonna need an answer. Do you want to go with Viz- yeah. Verizion's Let, cron? Let's do Verizion. Okay, Verizion. That is correct. That is Verizion. <laughs> that is a perfect score for you guys today. That is seven <laughs> points, and that makes Scrawn cross the finish line. Barely, oh like this, 30 points exactly, Scrawn. <laughs> and that means that Whimsicott's in the lead for the next one, and everybody else has yet to get on the board. So there you guys have it. That is this edition of Puckle's Poke Quiz. We hope you like that. If you want to keep up with Puckle throughout the week, you can go over to the main feed at Puckle Podcast. Or you could, of course, just check us out on Discord. Link is in the show notes. You can always support the show in a number of ways by checking out our YouTube channel for more content. You can also check out our Twitch at twitch.tv slash the Puckle Podcast. And our YouTube is youtube.com slash Puckle Podcast. You can, of course, help support the show in a variety of different ways. The first being checking out our Tee Public store, purchasing something. You could also go ahead and uh, you can go subscribe to us on Twitch with a Twitch Prime membership, or you can go buy some Vite Ramen using code Puckle at checkout for a 10% discount. Or uh, more importantly, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash Puckle Podcast. But we hope you liked it, and we will catch you guys on the flip flop. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.